my loves. Okay, so I'm gonna make this really quick. Um, I was listening to The Alchemist, the audio version of the book, and it's really cool. It just popped up in my YouTube algorithm, and I've been talking a lot about Alchemist and Transmute, and the funny thing is, I was like, you know what? I need to understand those words a little bit more. I'm sure that if I understand it, it will help me um, understand the things that are happening to me or how I can use those things more on my journey. And that I started thinking like that about two days ago and it, it just popped up. So that is super cool. Um, and so I decided to click on it halfway through because I wanted to hear how the person was talking and if I liked her rhythm. Um, and the style of the book before I went to the beginning because I get kind of antsy when I read books in real life I um I always start from the back and then work my way forward I know kind of read like if I'm reading Hebrew or something and I even do my tests like that too if I'm not mistaken I did my SATs like that like I started from the bottom from the back and then I work my way up to the top so I started in the middle and um, it's at the part where there's it's it's this little boy and he's on this journey and a king on his journey gave him two stones he gave him two gemstones and um he was at a point in his life where he was reminiscing about everybody he had met on his journey and and where he was going he was kind of like at a crossroads trying to decide if he should go back to being a shepherd or if he should continue if, if i remember correctly trying to go on his path to find treasure but he had actually spent some of his life savings trying to find an alchemist and he actually says uh that each of the alchemists that he came across were not as pleasant as he had thought. They didn't seem to be as nice. I'm fascinated to go back and listen to it from the beginning. It's it's about a two-hour audio, which is within my level of um, comfort because I, I notice sometimes I get a little bit antsy. Um, <clears throat> and the thing I like about a physical book is I can pick it up, get what I need, and then keep pushing. Um, so, but with audiobooks, especially when I was listening to The Power of Now with Eckhart Tolle, I, I was in it, but it's kind of like I wanted to get the answers quicker. And when I read, um, I actually took a course where I can read almost something close to like 500 words a minute. <clears throat> so, them reading slow for me is kind of like, <laughs> I want to get there faster. So, um, he's, so he, as he was reminiscing and trying to figure out if he should go back to being a shepherd or continue to pursue his path to wealth and finding out more about the alchemy and the alchemist, he came across this this gentleman. And um, <clears throat> as a lot of you know, I'm working on stuff in the background, but I think it wasn't a farmer. I don't think it was a farmer per se, but it was someone random that he came across on the journey. And the little boy was sharing about how this king gave him these two gemstones. So the guy pulls out, goes into his pocket and he pulls out two gemstones too. So the boy's thinking, oh man, this guy thinks that I'm just making this stuff up or that this is common. But he made an assumption because 
the the guy that he came across let's just say he was a farmer um his train of thought was in a different in a different he had a different train of thought and he was excited to talk to the little boy and he said you know the cool thing about these stones these gems is that there are two of them that are listed in the bible and um they were the two of the gemstones that were put on the breastplate of the priest and that just triggered me in a good way a lot of you know that i um have my little pet peeves with christianity um not so much the bible and i think that's where understanding comedic spirituality has really helped me even in my spirituality and my consciousness because i've come to understand with comedic spirituality you look at the bible and you look at the hidden meetings and um when you come to understand that religion is a man-made construct and they're dictating and telling you things you know what the meanings are they have hidden meanings or they have hidden agendas if you look at it for yourself um and allow your mind to expand then that's where i think the expansion is right so that's what's happening for me so i was like oh my goodness i remember yeah the priests used to have gemstones on their breastplates so the cool thing is a lot of you know i've been working with the crystals and i've been paying attention to the metaphysical properties as when i work on the when i work on the bracelets i'm starting to write a book and um as i'm writing the book i'm starting to understand how they work together and the meaning so what i decided to do is i just decided to look up what the names of the stones are on the breastplates and i want you to pay attention to the significance of this because um on my journey excuse me i've used crystals and i've i've had a back and forth relationship with them one of the first crystals i got was the rose quartz because i thought it'd be helpful for what was going on with me and my twin or who i thought was my twin at the time um and i'm looking for the article (laughs) as i'm talking but the cool thing is think about this there was a point in my time in my life where I would actually I would have put all of my gems my little smaller stones into a little pooch and I would keep them on my body and then I got to a point where I was just like you know what I um I like keeping them in my room and I even would drink what sometimes what I would do is um I would put them in a glass of water and I would charge them like for 24 hours. So I would have it like I'd put it out at night and then um, I put on the windowsill with the gems so they could it could be like moon water. And then, um, of course, there would be the dawning of the day and it would catch a little bit of sunlight just before I went about my um my task for the day and i remember like where i'm at right now i could go back to doing that (laughs) that that was funny but um the room where my master bedroom was was um in my apartment it was perfect It, it caught the the rising of the sun and it was facing the rising of the sun so I would drink it before I would go to work and towards the end I would refill it with water, let it catch the sun throughout the rest of the day, throughout the rest of the night and then drink it in the in the morning. And then you start to do like um, quantum leap, leaps with that and you start to do um, 
speaking to your water so i was doing all of that like that's how deep i was but my point being that some of us have come to understand that there's significance in having the gems on our body and i think it's kind of funny i think with me trying to balance out my spirituality and um not wanting to feel like i relied on it i think um i like the idea that the priests were using it when you talk about tapping into divine source and you talk about um them being yeah tapping into divine source and being spiritual beings i really like that it's on their breastplate because you understand that they're being charged by it um there was was there something else i wanted to say about that talked about charging the crystals the importance of wearing it on yourself and i have different things like one of my favorite pieces of jewelry is a citrine ring that i used to wear and i that um i have it right there in the bathroom with my makeup and i need to actually when i'm done here i'll probably go put it back on it was one of my favorite but i when i would wear that ring i would get a lot of compliments but um i was doing really good in my finances and i had bought it when i was working as a financial advisor so I love that kind of stuff. And the other thing that came to mind was um, I was then reminded of two of my friends when they got married. Um, one of them used the colors of royalty, which was purple, gold, reds. And um, something she did along those lines reminded me. I remember thinking about how the kings and queens used to wear crowns and then that reminded me of another friend of mine she actually took a picture in royal garb with the crowns and I remember looking at the jewels it was something that triggered my mind back then to look at the jewels but um I paid attention to what jewels they put in the crowns I remember that she picked something out specific for her husband and that was kind of my preliminary journey with gemstones and having the curiosity and understanding that there was uh, significance. But when you talk about an awakening to that being, oh my goodness, when did that friend got married? Her kids are about seven and eight now. So that was seven and eight years ago before I knew anything about twins and being a divine feminine and and then my friend got married last year and it kind of came up to the surface again but i think because of life and everything being so busy i just wasn't blessed the way i am now with the pandemic to just sit down and have my own work schedule and to be curious and to just google things like sometimes you guys will just hear me talking and just jump onto a a google line so yes there is significance to the gemstones. I've been having fun working with it when I'm putting together bracelets. I've been having fun putting together the book for the Zodiac. Um, let's go over real quick what the gemstones are and then I have homework to do. So um, I actually, you guys, I wasn't gonna say this, but um, I'm realizing that maybe I don't know I'm not putting that one up that the I tried to record this one before um and it's so intimate and some revelations came to me while I was recording it and I was kind of shocked and really in the spirit and it was really cool but I kind of felt too vulnerable to share it 
Um, but the reason I'm saying this is because when I was first recording it, and when you talk about if you understand how excited I was and how the revelations were coming in as and the downloads were coming in as I was putting out the message, um, as I was getting ready to read the 12 descriptions, descriptions of 12 gemstones, it hit me like, oh my goodness, did we not just do a podcast on the 12 chakras? <laughs> and so like, even right now, I'm still amused because I was reading it and I was like saying, okay, Breastplate of Aaron is described in great detail. The Hebrew Bible, a different gemstone is listed for the 12 tribes. And then um, I was like, yeah, we just talked about the 12 chakras. So I would be interested to find out if there's a correlation between these 12 crystals and how they line up with the chakras. So that's the homework I'm going to do. I'm going to look at the metaphysical properties and what they have to do with consciousness or priesthood. And um, the thing I want to remind you too is that when you talk about separating from the Bible in the religious sense, and you look at it from a spiritual sense, from a comedic spiritual sense, you come to understand that the 12 tribes have a zodiac meeting. The disciples actually have to do with disciplines and the 12 zodiacs as well. And that's why you they say that there's the 13th zodiac, which is supposed to be Judas. And I don't remember what the, the name of the 13th con, uh, constellation or zodiac was, but understand that a lot of these things go hand in hand and i think we're breaking out of the religious con con constraints of what that used to be so okay let's let's get into it so the 12 gemstones are um they have them by rows and i almost wonder what the significance of that is but they have them by rows so the first row is carnelian crystallite and emerald second row is turquoise sapphire and amethyst and third row is hyacinth agate and crystal and the fourth row is beryl lapis lazuli and jasper um i'm going to read this person's notes here which i didn't catch on the first time i recorded but it says here I figure that crystallite is crystal beryl. The crystal is clear quartz and beryl is probably aquamarine. These gems are familiar to people in the in this region at this time. So I'm just going to shed a little bit of light on the ones that I'm familiar with. Um, I actually uploaded a podcast talking about the turquoise and um, my initial reaction as I'm going on this journey and documenting my my engagement with them and what they mean, I thought turquoise was just this pretty rock and, you know, didn't serve a purpose. And um, so I, I paired it with the hematite, but I came to find out that not, I actually was talking about how I thought it was a feminine, but when I went back to do more research and put it into my book, it actually balances um, masculine and feminine properties, <clears throat> which makes sense because it has grounding properties. It does attract with love and it, it actually helps with protection. And um, uh, there was one other thing. Oh, and I think I think it said attracts wealth, right? Attracts wealth, attracts love um, and has element of um, protection. Turquoise is good if you're going to be a public speaker. Um, and so if you're a priest, I could see where that would be complimentary to have on your 
breastplate. Um, the other one I'm familiar with is, oh, Lapis Lazuli. So Lapis Lazuli is actually mentioned in the Bible um, when it talks about the foundations and the firmaments of the of the earth. If you get a chance, Google Lapis Lazuli. Um, L-A-P-I-S-L-A-Z-U-L-I, Lapis Lazuli. Google it and you're going to see that it looks like the sky. It's um, depending on the different variants of the gemstone. It looks like a deep blue sky and sometimes it looks like it has clouds. It has specks of white or blotches of white, kind of like you're looking into the sky. And so when you talk about the foundations of the earth, um, they, they name that jewel. Okay, so one of the things that was coming to me in my previous podcast was just um, how cool it is that I've been getting more engaged with the crystals on this journey. Um, I started off with doing the mantras and the affirmations and the high frequency music, working with the crystals for myself and then started doing jewelry with it. Um, And then with doing jewelry, I wanted to pay attention to the metaphysical combinations. And and then here I am talking about spirituality. And then we end up talking about the Proverbs 31 woman, which actually I was just talking about how women need to teach their children. And one of the first things that came up with the Proverbs 31 woman was the ruby. And um, so I'm being reminded again. Let me just Google really quickly. This is going to be so cool, you guys. Um, you're going to kind of get a little bit of a sense of just how much I was getting the revelations. Um, if, if you've been following me for a while, I always close out by saying, um, I'm charging you with love, with love of your life, with health, wealth, and prosperity. I'm charging you with black light. And in my, in this previous podcast, I was like, yeah, I was talking about the Proverbs 31 woman and the ruby came up and it's been really cool that on my journey, I'm learning about the the gemstones and it's part of my spiritual journey. And I'm like, let's just look at the ruby. Listen to the metaphysical properties of the ruby. And remember how I say I close out my, my podcast, okay? It says, ruby is pr- believed to promote loving, nurturing, health, knowledge, and wealth. It has been associated with improved energy and concentration, creativity, loyalty, honor, and compassion. Ruby is thought to be protective of home, possessions, and family. And this podcast is actually taking a little bit longer than the than the last one I was recording, but um, it was so cool because doesn't it resonate with how I charge you guys with love? And then I say with health and wealth and prosperity. But what I love here and what I will try to remember or what I will intend is also the knowledge or the wisdom. So charging you with love and health and wealth and knowledge and wisdom and prosperity. That's beautiful, right? And um, I want to talk a little bit about how I really like this because I'm going to start looking at, as I'm writing my book, looking for the synastry um, the hidden meaning of what the Bible really meant about jewelry uh, 
and crystals and what they were referencing and I'm gonna see what the, the king had for his things I'm gonna see what the women were for their jewelry um, if there's anything that they talk about for like Hadassah Esther Judith um, any of King Solomon Queen Queen of Sheba and I look forward to putting out collections with bracelets for with that kind of jewelry so with the ruby one of the things that I was talking about in the other one was just it is really a rare gem um, it's expensive too so since I've posted that podcast talking about um, the, the Proverbs 31 woman and the ruby that bracelet's gonna be a little bit expensive and I wanna do it justice. It's not gonna be something I just put together. Not that these aren't, but um, I love if, if, just bear with me, but if you look at the, the um, Etsy shop, you can see that the progression where I'm starting to master, like putting them together, the simple design, to making it creative. And one of the last, um, bracelets that I uploaded has a it looks like a flower and then the one I'm working on right now is a chevron design so for the ruby I want it to be very special a very special design and I <clears throat> will keep an air out for when I an ear and an eye out for when I see it because I want it to be beautiful and when you talk about the ruby being far more precious than any of the rubies I was talking about how with the Proverbs 31 woman it talks uh, it says ruby is thought to be protective of the home possessions and family so you see that when uh, they're talking about her and talking about protective of, of the home she was giving off the properties of that of that gem understand that we are metaphysical beings we are crystalline beings that means we we collect energy from rays of light sources of light that's why a lot of us send love and light and we may not realize why we're saying that but we also have to give off energy. And I talked about, um, let me finish up the ruby, 30, the ruby, and then I'm gonna talk about our responsibilities to charge others. So <clears throat> it says rubies thought to be protective of home. And so we talked about her being into real estate and trading and trading textile and um, working with, with um, if I didn't already say textile, with merchants and vendors and, um, importing food from afar so that was cool about her possessions and her family her children will call her beloved her husband will pretty much put her on a pedestal and she will be elevated by the city right so then i started to talk about how um we are crystals and i need to try to find a way to articulate this but i've come to understand like the first person who bought the bracelet for me, I sent her the instructions individually of how to charge her crystals. And then after I did that, I decided to put it in the instructions for anyone who reads anything about the, the, the crystals because it, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's sacred. It's the best way I can understand, I can say it. And I want them to understand that when you come into possession of your crystals, you take ownership of it and you set your intentions for it and um, you pay attention to charging with the sun and light but that crystal when I'm talking about you being a crystal being you serve a purpose and you need to pay attention to how you're healing others 
and it ties very much into the divine feminine twin flame mission journey right um the other thing that i wanted to kind of tackle was um oh yeah um i was when i tell you guys i was freaking out but it's so cool that i'm able to to repeat some of the things without me freaking out and be like oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh um i was getting ready to sign off and i was saying um I had talked about how I'm, tra- I'm signing off and I'm charging you with X, Y, and Z. And it's the same as, as what the Ruby's properties are. And then I, I said, you know, I am black light. And I had just finished talking about our responsibilities as crystalline beings. And it clicked with me. Remember, I'm writing a book on the crystals for the Zodiac as I'm putting together bracelets. My... The, the the crystal for my zodiac is black obsidian <laughs> it's black obsidian and so here i am freaking out and i'm like oh my gosh I, like you cannot make this stuff up um and so i had said that i i would go and look at black, black obsidian and kind of just share my initial reactions with you to what that means and some of the things I've been doing. And and the black obsidian comes from my sun sign, the deep, the dark, the mysterious, right? And I think as I put these together and I start to share them with you, I want you to pay attention to what is your mission? What frequency are you putting out? And one of the things with the crystals, this is this is new that I didn't come up with a, another one, but um is remember that each relationship that we come across they serve a purpose in my instance you know a lot of you got drawn to this because of my ex and one of the things about that's in the charging instructions this is so cool is um i say and a lot of you who've been working with crystals will, will remember this there comes a time where you will lose the crystal or it will break or um like the jewelry depending on even with um there's other forms of jewelry i know that they use for spiritual purposes but when the band breaks um it means it has served this purpose and that actually has to do with waist beads too if if a lot of you like to use waist beads with um different um metaphysical properties um when that band breaks because understand it's it's this is so important i i might do a podcast about the importance of charging your crystals i'm starting to see it here when you take charge of your crystals notice the word charge when you take ownership of your crystals you set an intention and when that intention is done the the bead will break and i think that that's healing for me to recognize with with my the person i call my catalyst um it served a purpose and it's the same way with us too with us being crystalline beings we have an energy we have a responsibility that whoever is our family our friends whoever we come in contact with we serve our purpose for that time and when the bonds the bonds are never broken right i've come to learn that with lotus love and lotus birth um 
the bonds are never broken, but we have a responsibility, if that makes sense. And so I think, I hope it brings healing if some of you are having to break up or end relationships. It's like, understand that you served your purpose, you're a crystalline being, and you are being replaced and put somewhere else. You're being rehomed. Oh, there's a girl on uh, that I came across on YouTube. She's a young lady. She started when she was 16. And she talks about how she helps people rehome their crystals, you know, and people will exchange their crystals when they think that, you know, they've served their purpose. So that has been very interesting. I'm going to continue this conversation. Um, very excited about it. I'm a little bit of a becoming a nerd. I will close off with saying this and and um, some of the intimate things that happened on the, on that recording I, I put to save it for myself but I'll remind you I had my natal chart run about last year in this in in the summer and I remember when the guy was telling me he's like you're gonna work with jewels you're gonna work with um, um, and the spiritual journey thing I remember laughing about it um, I will share more of my journey about that too. But here I am working with the gems, working with the crystals. And it's like it was in my subconscious. It was destined for me to happen. But I'm going to sign off here. I'm going to charge you with love, with union with the love of your life, with health, with wealth, with wisdom <laughs> and prosperity. I'm charging you with black light because black light illuminates the invisible. I love each and every one of you. And until the next podcast, peace, love, and light. And love is one of the highest frequencies, right? And love and light and peace. Bye.